Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. The following is a fourth-hand production. Welcome to the weird and mysterious world of the Inhuman Experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley, my name is Bobby Anthem, alias Big Doc Strange, and with me as always, he can meet tall women at a singles bar, my partner, my ace, my fellow Inhuman. Bobby Blades, but you can call me LL Cool Bean. <laughs> cool beans, man. What's going on? <laughs> Not too much. We're having a lot of fun, been podcasting like crazy, and it is a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. We've been putting in a lot of work. We've been talking to a lot of good people, honestly, man. We're we making have. friends left and right, and some good, smart, knowledgeable people who are very easy to talk to, and that includes uh, a couple of guests who we have with us today. Yeah, absolutely, man. We have Lee Errett and Dan Martin from Beyond Terrestrial Podcast with us today, and we are getting into part two of Superpowers, which is completely amazing. Spectacular, even. Yeah. (laughs) Uncanny, you can even say. Yeah, right? Yeah, man. I've been looking forward to getting back into the uh, real-life Superpowers. Uh, I know you've been looking forward to it, and uh, Dan and Lee hit us up, and they were like, hey, man, we want to do this. And I'm like, perfect perfect it flows so smoothly man we can keep coming back to this because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world there there's a lot that we're not aware of man a lot of human beings on this planet and there are some things that some people can do that we just don't understand so we're doing what we can to get into that that's right and also you can find out what uh show that dan was on yeah yeah he has a superpower of his own so to speak 
his brain or something <laughs> or something or something you know? <laughs> well let's find out what that something is man we're gonna get into that in a bit guys we all know and love the avengers the justice league the x-men but what about real life humans with crazy superpowers super powers part dose coming at you all right yeah man i like that yeah this right here is part two or blaze is this the reboot what is uh, this? Well, no, it's not the reboot because the, the reboot was only when our list had been deleted from the internet altogether. Oh, okay, but but we do still have the list. And as we heard from the intro, more than just the list, we have some very special guests with us today. That's We're right. like the add-on superheroes that they do in every sequel, the, the second-rate ones that come in after the fact, <laughs> that they're just like, oh, yeah, let's throw them in here because we need them. We're like the Ant-Man and Scarlet Witch of... Uh... Jesus. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, which is which? All right, well, come on. I, I want to be I want to be the Scarlet Witch. She's a badass. She's a badass. Right. I'll be Ant-Man. I got some jokes. <laughs> All right. So we do have, we do have some, some good friends, some good guys who have an amazing show on with us today, man. We have Dan and Lee. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves before we really get rolling with what we're going to talk about. Tell them who you are exactly, uh, which is which, and um, what your show is about. All right. Well, my name is Lee. I'm one half of the hosting duo for Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. We delve into the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and the all things supernatural. I am joined by my good buddy Dan on the podcast every week, and he... Uh, is uh, a lot smarter than me. Uh, Dan Dan is kind of the brains behind the operation. Dan, I'm going to pass it off to you so you can introduce yourself. Yeah, guys, my name's Dan. I have been podcasting with Lee for a, a season worth of shows now. We got like, what, 27 under our belt, something like that. And yeah, you know, when Lee says I'm smart, I don't mean to brag or anything like that, but I was on a little TV show. Some of you guys have heard of it's called Jeopardy. No big deal. I won. Whatever. All right. I'm going to get all... a little bell for you every time you bring that up. <laughs> let's all just move past it. Okay. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> um, so has that been broadcast yet? Yeah, it was broadcast uh, June 11th. 2019 and june 12th because oh, i was on okay. two days i won i won one and then lost the next one whatever oh, hey dude you're shit. a champion man yeah you're a jeopardy That's champ cool. i yeah. literally sign all important documents dan martin former jeopardy champion <laughs> <laughs> and i heard and listen, that you recorded five weeks of it and listen i don't mean to brag but i've watched a little show that comes on after Jeopardy called Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not too big a deal, so you know, don't make too big a deal about it. But we know. will, we, we just, we'll just move on past it. That's uh, yeah. that's really cool. Uh, insider info: the production team for Jeopardy, the same as the production team for Wheel of Fortune. They they're like right next to each other, the studios, and they record uh, five episodes all at once. 
Yes, five five episodes a day, which yeah. is five weeks. <laughs> it is. It is in my time. <laughs> that was so funny when we totally revealed to everyone he has no clue when Jeopardy airs. I, I was like, I I'm pretty sure my mom watches that every night. <laughs> yeah. I Monday thought it was Friday. reruns, except for like one time a week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Lee wrote me into this crazy podcast, whatever. Um, but I love it. I love the local legends. I love the space stuff. Because anytime you talk about UFOs and aliens, you're talking about what really is out there beyond the Earth. Um, and some of that stuff is real and some of it's fascinating. So we like to bring a little bit of that. We like to bring some ghost stories. Um, just good stuff, man. Fun times. Yeah. It's definitely a fun listen, man. And um, I think, Blades, I think you actually uh, introduced the show to me. Yeah, I and, did. Uh, I, as soon yeah, as I, we joined Fourth Hand, I started checking out all the shows, and I'm, I keep sending you podcasts. I'm like, check this out, check this out, check this out. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to listen to, man, but I definitely dig what you guys do, man, because, I mean, there's a lot of parallels. Well, not a lot of parallels, but, you know, some pretty obvious parallels, and, uh, you know, I, I told Blades, you guys are like a smart version of us, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's fun for me to listen to. Um and I, I encourage anybody who's listening to this to to check out Beyond Terrestrial. It's really good stuff. But uh, we are actually here for another purpose. And I, I think it was something that you guys seem to have been a little excited to get into. And Blades and I uh, were definitely interested in getting uh, more into it. So uh, do you want to just uh, dive back into this? That was Absolutely. me jumping into the pool. All right, man. What do we have? Let's see. I know that Lee had sent a couple of articles. Yeah. Dan sent another article too. Um, so we've got three things that we've kind of contributed to the ideas. Okay. Yeah. I do like that uh, auto brewery syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I heard cool. of this one. <laughs> I, I have Let's never heard of it. So basically, yeast or bacteria in your stomach start fermenting the carbs that you eat, creating alcohol that can get you drunk without ever taking a drink at all. I recently heard of this one, like maybe about a month or two ago, there was a woman and I think, uh, I don't exactly remember the story, so I'm going to stumble through it a little bit, but I, I think she was, she was pulled over and arrested or something. She had never had a drink in her life, but she was hauled in, they tested her and, and she, um, you know, they, they hauled her in for driving drunk and she fought it and she fought it and she fought it. She didn't know what the hell was going on and they figured out that that was what the situation was. Yeah, so I did a little looking into this. It turns out this is something that you can actually develop uh, as a side effect of certain antibiotic medications. Uh, something about the medicine, the antibiotics, kills off the bacteria it messes up the microbiome in your stomach. The next thing you know, the yeast or some other bacteria is fermenting food inside of you, creating alcohol. Which sounds like, like on the surface, it sounds like something great, right? But in like reality, doesn't it sound terrible? Like I can't imagine being drunk like anytime I eat a thing of pasta, right? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I would be like miserable by the end of it, right? 
Oh yeah. You you'd be the most popular person at the party though every day. <laughs> well, I think I was. Right. <laughs> and that's what counts. <laughs> Fair enough. You'd be like those that guy in Beer Fest, man, where he's he thinks he's talking to a model, but uh, he's really not. And he's he's got a, he's wearing a he's wearing a, a twelve pack on his head. He's like, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> Just constant beer goggles. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is the stories about this are pretty much all like what Bobby was saying. Uh, someone gets pulled over. They have this disease. Maybe it's undiagnosed. Maybe it has been diagnosed. And then they have to prove to the, the court that yeah, I just had too much bread or whatever that day, and it got me drunk. And that's only, you know, when they actually figure out what's going on, because there are people who really have no clue. They have no idea that that's the case, you know? Like, that woman was dumbfounded. She really did not know. She's like, I've never had a drink in my life. And, like, that's how that's how it would have hit me. Like, I've never, I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life. So if I appear to be drunk... You know, people would people would say, oh, I call bullshit. Bobby's a liar. Whatever. No, I'm not, man. It's just my body did this to me. <laughs> you know? Well, and the worst part One is the consequences party. of that. Like, you know, she had the luxury of being able to fight it and being able to, like, use my like, you know, spend money to prove her innocence. True. Some people don't have that luxury. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of these people, their relatives think that they're closet alcoholics because yeah. they can't ever find the liquor bottles. They, <laughs> you come home drunk, you're hiding the bottles. What the hell, Dave? Right. <laughs> They're buried in the backyard. <laughs> Fucking Dave. Like... <laughs> right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, it would be hard to convince somebody because they see what they see. We've all been around people who have been drunk, like falling over drunk. We've all been around that, so we know what it looks like. So it would be hard if we're actually seeing that and not knowing anything about this condition or superpower or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, they would have a hard time convincing even people who are closest to them. But if you couple that with like monkey boxing, like monkey Kong food, that might actually be a superpower. <laughs> That Jackie Chan movie where the drunker he got, the better he was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The drunken master. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that's actually a video game character, too, on King of Fighters. <laughs> I think so. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, that is a nice spin. And that almost makes me wish. That almost makes me want to start drinking so I could tell people I'm getting super. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny, though, is that what it, somebody with this condition they could be fine all day like if you're spending time with them and the minute you guys go to eat lunch they're all of a sudden drunk and you're like what the hell i spent the whole day with them they didn't they didn't take a drink at all mm -hmm. so how can they be drunk and then the minute they eat some food with you it's like they're totally off their face yeah that was right. one of the stories i saw one of these guys had to prove it to his wife what was happening so he set up a video camera sat on the couch at his house all day and just because it, it doesn't happen instantly it's not like you take a a bite of a piece of bread and all of a sudden you're shit-faced um, so it takes time for that alcohol to build up in his system and just by the end of the day 
He's been sitting on the couch playing video games, hasn't taken a drink at all. He's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Some of these guys can get up to like 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5 and have to be hospitalized for alcohol poisoning. Yeah, that's that's the big downside to that or one of the downsides to it. I mean, yeah, you, you'd have to like set up something like an IV where you could get the alcohol and distill it out of your blood. <laughs> something <laughs> you got the like golden goose. your own dialysis machine. <laughs> yeah. So like artificial liver. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I love it. Oh. I love that. Like <laughs> distill it out of your blood and then sell it. <laughs> oh. This is this is Dude. what my body makes. <laughs> All those vampire goth kids would be selling right. that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your college friends showing up to your house every day with solo cups. <laughs> I love it. Just want to hang out, man. I don't know. They got a, yes, they got a little tap under your arm. Are you just using me for my blood. body? <laughs> <laughs> you just want me for my body. Gross. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> so... So Lee, Lee, man, you shared some too. I auto brewery syndrome, I think, is crazy. Like that's an amazing superpower. What, what have you got, my man? So I, I thought back to a little show that had Stanley in it, um, where he was actually like, well, he sent, he sent a guy out to like interview all of these like real life superheroes, and two came to mind. So a Mr. Daniel Kish. Daniel Kish is a unique individual. He is an expert in human echolocation. You know how bats find their way around? Yeah. Daniel Kish does that for himself. He's actually blind and he is capable. And I've seen videos of him. He clicks his tongue and he's able to ride a bike around town. I've um, seen that. And he's apparently taught 500 blind children around the world to use echolocation. So he was 13 months old when he lost his eyesight, but he can see well enough to ride a bike, which to me is just amazing. That's so, incredible. Yeah. So you want to talk about a real life superhuman. This guy is like an acrobatic class away from being daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing through sound. <laughs> was was he blinded by having nuclear radiation thrown into his face? No, nuclear waste. It was eye cancer, unfortunately. Oh, oh, that's, that's terrible. a lot. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably a lot less fun. Yeah, definitely. He was 13 months old, so theoretically, he doesn't remember any of that. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, dude, that's that's so daredevil. That's just that's 100% just like daredevil. Did Stan Lee like rip this guy off or do they have to pay him royalties? I I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I believe you, you probably Daredevil never, was, probably never seen yeah, this. Show. It depends on when Daredevil came out. <laughs> Bobby, he's probably oh. never seen the show. Hey, hey, I can say that. I can say that. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> I can make those jokes. You can't. <laughs> oh, so if we 
if we went with that statement, um, I, I feel like that's uh, that that's not going to work because you've got that um, with descriptive like dialogue. Have you ever listened to those? Sometimes it is yeah. confusing for me. Like, yeah. So. That's, that's pretty much how I have to watch everything that I watch. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, I yeah. forget when I send photographs to him, he's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> oh. Right. Like Siri doesn't describe pictures for me, man. <laughs> I, and I feel oh, stupid. Man. I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot again. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't, um, as far as echolocation, you know, me being legally blind, I do have some of my vision, but it's, you know, not enough to be able to function in the world with and i lost most of my vision as an adult so it would be more difficult for me to adjust it was much easier for him i don't want to say easier but you know it, it, that's been his entire life so um you know that's how he grew up for me i would have to learn everything and develop the echolocation that would be a problem but i did go to school with a guy who was blind and he didn't use a cane or anything he he would just walk around, you know, at full speed, like a regular speed or just whatever. And just every couple seconds or whatever, he would just click his tongue and that's what he was doing. So hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's a thing that people do. But as far as riding a bike, like I have, I have a little bit of vision. I do not want to ride a bike. <laughs> I would not, I would not trust myself <laughs> riding a bike. Well, if you think about it, like, so he lost his sight at 13 months old. It would be very similar to learning a new language. I mean, if you try to teach a child three different languages before they're five years old, they are significantly better at learning all three of the different languages younger than they are as they get older. That's right. why me trying to learn Cambodian is so difficult. That and I haven't ever tried, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I have been trying to learn where is the bathroom in as many languages as possible. <laughs> Great idea. Donde está el baño? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was the first uh non-English one that I had. If we you know what though, if we if we tie it back into that first superpower that we did, um then everywhere is a bathroom, so you don't need to <laughs> you don't, you don't need to learn. <laughs> yeah, when you're drunk, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder, I'm sure there must be some like actual scientific studies out there about the brain development of people who were born blind or lost their vision at a very early age, as opposed to people who did it at a later age. So I wonder what kind of differences exist out there. Uh, uh, th someone must have done this already. We can't be the first people to think of this shit. <laughs> if, if we are, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on my thinking, it must be a little bit easier to adapt when you're, you know, when you're younger during your formative years, because you know, you're still, your brain is still forming, you're learning about the world. And when you're older and you lose all these functions, it's, it's a lot harder to adapt. Well, yeah, when everything is, when everything is brand new, like you're learning everything from the start, like your brain is smooth, you know, there's no wrinkles in there yet. So <laughs> yeah. as you know, when you know nothing, every little bit uh, is everything to you. So yeah, of course it will be, so much easier at that point like right now like 
people assume that I can read Braille. I'm like, I can't fucking read Braille. They're like, why? <laughs> well, well, why not? I'm like, because it doesn't just happen when you lose your vision. You have to learn that shit. And I'm in my 40s. I'm not, so at this point, I'm never going to read Braille. That's just not a thing. <laughs> Stereotypes destroying them one at a time. <laughs> 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 Dude, oh my god good. just magically learn like <laughs> right oh no i've lost my vision but on the bright side <laughs> i like that I, I, all these dots tell a story i know what the dots on the atm mean now <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah and like developing these parts of the brain man it just takes so much time um it's not something that can happen overnight and like for something like echolocation you'd think like you know the audio processing parts of your brain would have to link up with like your memory and like the parts of your brain that create roots because like that's a very common memory tactic is like creating a route in your head right. so you'd have to link up the sound part instead of that vision part for the cues and it just it's completely different um you know um, wow i do know during the time during lockdown there was actually a website where you could log into for free and it was like a 30-day course where you could teach yourself echolocation oh you know what i remember you telling me that yeah you said you were gonna try to teach yourself yeah i was gonna try to do that and then, just then the like next in day your I apartment, like bumping your shins on the coffee table. That's why I've got bruises all over the, my shins. <laughs> oh. oh no! I'm like, yeah, man. Let me know how that works out for you, homie. I'll just be over here at the house laughing at you. <laughs> you could hear me. I'm in the background. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> you learn a Swahili? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to figure out how to get to the bathroom. <laughs> Did you Don't get abducted by you. aliens? Um, no, that. I think Bobby's got a good point though. Like, how many people are gonna come out of this quarantine with, you know? A, a new perceived superpower go out into the world and then find out it's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason they can find their way around the house is the fact that they remember where everything is. Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never been in my house so much in my life. <laughs> oh, dude, I found a room I didn't know was there. I grew up in this house. <laughs> <laughs> some some poor city cop is going to be taking a police report and be like, so you walked across the highway because you thought you could echolocate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then if he tries to do a sobriety test, say, look, man, I just ate some bread. <laughs> I'm pasta drunk. <laughs> it was fermenting there for a while. <laughs> all right well, listen let's uh do we have another one let's uh let's try to yeah, do yeah. one more so i have a real life ice man also his nice. name is wim hoff he's dutch and he is an extreme athlete and he's noted for his ability to withstand freezing temperatures 
He holds multiple Guinness World Records, and he is he's capable of like surviving way longer than the average person um, in freezing temperatures. He holds a Guinness World Record for the farthest swim under ice with a distance of 57.5 meters, which is 188 feet, six inches. That is a crazy distance to think about swimming under, like swimming a hundred feet under the water in general would be one thing, but under freezing water, come on now. Like he holds records for the longest time in direct contact with ice for a total of 16 times. And it culminated in him going at two hours, eight minutes and 47 seconds in direct contact with ice. And then Dan saw something, but I'm not seeing it on here. Something like 13 hours in an ice bath. And he attributes that to uh, his Wim Hof breathing method, right? (laughs) I believe it does. He has a, he has a method that he uses to like keep his body temperature at a certain rate. And he's trained himself to do this, but it's just amazing to think of like, you know, most people would be dying of hypothermia by the time they got to that point at all. So. Yeah. Jeez, man, it sounds like a punishment. Yeah, that's some freaky deaky Dutch stuff. (laughs) 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 But Isn't that weird? (laughs) Something is getting a little awkward. (laughs) So, Lee, didn't you say something like he broke the world record for being in direct contact with ice like 16 times? Yes, he holds the world record for full body contact with ice a total of 16 times. At an hour 42 minutes, hour 44 minutes, hour 53 minutes. Okay, okay, okay. But, but why why would you go and break the record 16 times? Like if you already had the record. So he held the record up until is there 2013. Like ice touching competition we don't know about? Apparently there is. <laughs> and then he was surpassed by a Songhao Jin of China. Okay, that that makes sense. This is the classic Dutch, the the Sino-Dutch ice rivalry rears its ugly head again. (laughs) As usual, as you would (laughs) beat him by going an hour 53. Okay, so his record at that moment had been an hour 53 minutes and two seconds. His Chinese rival did an hour 53 minutes and 10 seconds. What? Why does anybody have a rival? <laughs> Here, it gets better. And in 2009, he surpassed or he retook the record from a Josef Kolber of Austria with two hours, eight minutes and 47 seconds. So there's, there are three people in this um, in this rivalry, apparently. <laughs> What are they getting out of this? Oh, man. How much does this pay? Are they getting groupies? What are they getting? <laughs> Ice groupies? Like, Ice groupies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm wondering? How do you do that without the ice melting from your body heat? Do, do they just keep packing ice cubes onto you and seeing how long you can stand it? Or do you just got to, like, lean into a big old block of ice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
The only reason he lost the first one was because he ran out of ice, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> all melted. Like, I should have need a bigger up. block. <laughs> you could see after standing, after pressing his body against that ice, it left an indentation about four and a half feet deep. It's like, oh man, I need another block of ice. So, so I wonder, like, okay, so you have to be in direct contact, but can you move? Like, can you change the parts of your body that are in direct contact? Like, you could be touching it with one hand, then the other, then your head, then your butt, then your foot. Yeah, because that that does make that would make a difference, wouldn't it? That might be right. considered cheating, though, because I think they want you to maintain constant contact with it without moving around. So if you're constantly changing around, you're like, oh, that part's too cold now. Let me let me switch over to my elbow or something. And then they're like, eh, I, nope, you're out of here. I don't, but I don't know though. I think it's, I think that's a, actually a good question though, because it's like those contests where you can win a car and there's a bunch of people standing around the car and they're holding on to it. As long as you're touching the car, like you can switch hands. You're still in contact with the car, but you know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make it out to be a bigger deal than it actually is. Yeah, it's like, like maybe they just had one contests. finger on an ice cube <laughs> like, or something. But yeah, like one of those contests. But the but the swimming thing, though, you know, I forgot about that. That swimming under ice thing. Like there's, there's no way. That, that's just that's torture. That sounds oh, yeah. like torture. Or 13 hours in an ice bath. I mean, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no explaining that away. Talk talk about the SSI factor. You, you guys know SSI? No. That's a, okay, this is a little known logarithmic scale that we used to use in the Boy Scouts. Uh, SSI is uh, the scrotum shrinkage index for when you jump <laughs> into the cold water, Okay. right? Um, and it's logarithmic, so it's based on power 10. So you go like one and two, are separated by 10 times the shrinkage. So like at, at level 10, that's like maximum full turtle effect. <laughs> wow, you guys put a lot of thought into that. That's legit nutsack science from a Jeopardy champion. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so, so we you know we we'd go out camping hiking alpine lakes and stuff like that you someone has to jump in first and then report the ssi <laughs> I, I just hope there's not like people investigating it like no we want to make sure <laughs> right we need proof and documentation it's like hang yeah, on there well you know there's been pants. lots of lawsuits in the boy scouts about people <laughs> who actually checked so <laughs> That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Best to just take someone's word for it. (laughs) Probably the best, best bet. Yeah. Safest bet. So those are my two. um, And both of them, I think, are kind of amazing. Like, if if you think about it, like 13 hours in an ice bath, that dude is freaking, like, he is just um, Mr. Freeze. Like, that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like that he needs alive. it for survival. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember in... that uh, Batman episode with Mister Freeze, the cartoon one though? Mm-hmm. That's the best, best Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top notch. I just had to throw that in there. There's oh. no two ways about it. Yeah, that's the, that's the best version of Mister Freeze. Hey, you know what just I'm sitting thinking? in a nice bath for 13 hours. Not the best Mister Freeze. <laughs> 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 never said he was the best mister maybe he's captain cold like from the like 
the yeah from the flash <laughs> yes like, oh, oh come dude, on that no. guy's got a cold gun though yeah that's true he, he doesn't really freeze anything except so, for his gun <laughs> so with wim hoff though like there is controversy in his supposed breathing method um that's actually caused people to die because they've attempted it so maybe like what Maybe he's Maybe just he's... genetically predisposed to withstand cold more so than the average Maybe... person. Maybe he's full of shit and he got all of those ice cubes from that ice bath from the dollar store and they're plastic. Maybe it was, <laughs> Maybe it was dry ice. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there. If your breathing method causes people to die, should you maybe not call it a breathing method? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the exact opposite. That's, that's not you should breathing. just not say it's a method. Like you should just say, "Hey, I can do this, and I'm not sure why, <laughs> but I think it's related to my breathing." Like <laughs> maybe it's a not breathing method. It'd be more accurate. So it's like if you're Aquaman and you're the only one who can breathe underwater, but you're teaching people how to breathe underwater, and they it's die. Terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Then you really can't call yourself a superhero. You're just a sick <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> kind of a super villain. <laughs> yeah. Dude, people <laughs> fall for that stuff these days, man. It's crazy, you know? Oh, yeah. Now like, imagine like that, Aquaman that cryo just holding stuff. somebody's head under the water. <laughs> like, just breathe it in. <laughs> now I'm imagining you'll, Aquaman as a cult leader. You'll who, like, adapt. You'll, you'll create oxygen. <laughs> you know, but as you guys are saying this, I'm picturing the old, like, super friends <laughs> Aquaman <laughs> with, the, with the blonde hair. Not the cool-looking super uh, You talking about Jason Momoa? <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. I'm talking about, like, with the blonde hair and, <laughs> you know, just being just evil. Who <laughs> did absolutely nothing in the cartoon? <laughs> Yeah. Showed up. For some reason, when he's talking about Aquaman, I'm thinking of Johnny Quest. <laughs> oh, that's pretty close. They kind of had the same look. Going. Yeah, they had that hair. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I love it. Those are my two, and that is all that I've got. That was great, man. I like that. Well, the ones that we did just then, man, that actually filled up all of our time, man for today <laughs> but all that means is that we're gonna have to come back and do some more of these because i just you know i can't get enough of this um so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this segment up but before we go uh this just popped into my head it might be stupid it might not i don't know but since we're talking about real life uh superpowers uh what did we think this this well how many of us here i'm not a jeopardy i'm not a jeopardy champion so i have to count on my fingers four of us here right so um what superpowers would you have Ooh. Lee it's a toss up I like the idea of like teleportation or invisibility and there may be some some not so altruistic reasons for those two <laughs> options <laughs> I probably just ended up on a watch list, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we've all been we we have all been adolescent boys. I think we all understand. <laughs> I, probably probably flying or super strength. Yeah, I would say super strength for me is probably my number one. Yeah, I always thought um, actually to go along with Lee's the teleportation a la Nightcrawler. Um, I always thought that was a sweet superpower, especially when I was 
running late for work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that superpower, like, just in the way that, like, um, like you see those fight scenes where, like, disappear and then reappear and then disappear and then reappear. Like, yes, man. You know how much ass you could kick like that? Exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to be a very good fighter. No, like, you just throw a punch, <laughs> disappear, <laughs> punch again from somewhere else. <laughs> right, just disappear, reappear behind them. And every time you do it, you have to say, rate it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time. Just sucker punching people. <laughs> Raiden, bitch, what? <laughs> or do like the old Mortal Kombat thing he used to yell, I'm in the only one. Yeah, that's when he flew across the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you mentioned the old Mortal Kombat thing, all I think about is that little guy that would pop in every once in a while when there was like a particularly good moment. Toasty. And he'd be like, yeah, toasty. But I always heard. <laughs> I think we all heard that. <laughs> I actually heard Frosty. Ooh, Frosty, yep. Uh, I don't know if man. that's an actual thing, but that's what I was hearing at that time. I, I think it, it was Toasty. It was, it was Toasty. It was Toasty. I was yeah. smoking a lot of weed at that time, so. So you were toasty. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't you didn't mention yours, Blaze. What's your uh, number one well, superpower? Well, you know me. I'm I'm all about that Wade Wilson superpower. So like Deadpool, man. I would oh. have the yeah. the healing factor, the um I think it's more Dude, than just healing, though. I think there's a couple three, other that's things. That's like three-fourths of the Marvel Universe, man. Like three-fourths <laughs> of Marvel superheroes have a healing factor in the comics. Yeah, but Deadpool is 100% different. I know. I know he is. I'm I'd, I'd have those sword skills. I'd be like, oh, 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 Katana-rama! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maximum effort. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, but I, you know what? Is, I like that. The Hulk is my number one favorite. I've, I've made that very well known. I'm a legitimate Hulk collector, so um, nice. I, that's that's the Hulk has always been my guy since I was a little kid. So that's my superpower. Um, I so think we all need get angry, turn green, and smash things. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no follow up needed on that, <laughs> but. <laughs> But there we are, man. So, so I want to thank I want to thank Dan and Lee again, man. Tell us again your podcast and uh, where you can be found. Yeah, guys, we can be found on all the major podcatchers. We also have a website beyondterrestrial.com. You can go to fourthhand.com slash shows f o r t h fourthhand, and we're on there uh, with the rest of the fourthhand network, including uh, these great guys on the Inhuman hey. Experience. Nice, man. Appreciate it. Thanks again. Now we need your uh, full names, home addresses, social security numbers, and credit card numbers. <laughs> it's superpower registration. <laughs> Much like Captain America, I, I don't agree with that, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Civil War reference. I like it. I, um, I went for it. Yeah, we're hey, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter at beyondtpod.com. So, if you want to stalk us, you can do it there. We also have a special fan group uh for beyonders, our our loving fans. So, check it out. You can stalk us there. Yeah, Only on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I uh yeah, I I tend to post some photos on there that uh you know, they're stalker worthy. I I like to think. 
I like to think. <laughs> just going to leave it there so the listeners can have just a hint just, of inappropriateness. It's not creepy if you're invited, remember that. <laughs> it's not stalking if I like it. <laughs> That's not weird at all. Welcome to the trailer for What the Suck Podcast. Do you like movies? Do you like horror movies? You know, movies like Exorcist 2 and The Bye Bye Man. Well, those of you still with us are just the weirdos we want. We watch all the terrible, no good, so bad they are bad movies you never knew existed. Have you seen Wish Upon, I Am Zozo, Creepshow 3 perhaps? You haven't? Well, lucky for you, we have, and we're here to tell you all about them because we believe that no matter how bad a movie is, it should be watched. Someone put at least some effort into these, and bad movies deserve love, too. And boy, do we love watching them. So, please join us, your hosts, Chris and James, on What the Suck Podcast for a weekly discussion of all things bad, good, good, bad, 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 so bad they are good, so good they are bad, so bad they are bad, and Gary Busey. <laughs> Found That's every- my best Busey. <laughs> Found- I don't know if that works, but so it works for me. Found everywhere podcasts can be listened to. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q and A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot coworker to notice me. To how do manatees procreate? Any question at all? Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans. So we got another question from our good uh, weird buddy, uh, Brand Daddy McBaggins. Uh, he emailed in a question. Yeah, and this one is a really strange one, although would you expect any less? Uh, so I'm going to get right into it. Okay, if a vampire came up to you and said, look, I'm a vampire, let that sink in. Take a few breaths and count to 10. Okay, good, okay. Now that the shock is over, as a vampire, you know what I do. I want to suck your blood and all that. Okay, so here's the thing. You aren't going to escape because I'm a vampire. I'm like a lot stronger and faster, but I'm not a total dick. I will let you decide what goes down here. Either I can bite you once, maybe get a little sippy sip, but leave you intact. That will make you a vampire. Lot of fucking rules with that. Option two, you are my full meal for this month and I drain your blood and end you now. It's totes up to you, bruh. What's your choice? And go. Wow. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go with drain my life. Let's let's go. Let's take it all. Cause you know what? Being part of the undead, the army of the undead, just not for me. Not 
my bag of tricks. So I'm going to pass on the I, vampirism. May I may I interject with some follow up questions for the vampire? Um, uh, question number one: What universe for vampires are we in? Like, is it like underworld universe, and I get to fight some badass uh, badass uh, werewolves? Or is it like, or is it like Dracula the universe, and I'm literally just going to be his slave for the rest of my um, existence? It's Twilight. Oh, I was just oh, about geez, to say that spark- sparkly Edward Cullen sparkly. vampires. <laughs> Sparkle Lee. You know what? I might go for that one because I would change my name to Sparkle Lee. <laughs> there we go. I'm glad to help with that one. <laughs> Depends on whether Good I'm a slave or not. If I'm a slave, then eh, just kill me now. But if I'm, you know, if I'm kind of badass and have superpowers, we've been talking about superpowers this whole episode. I want to yeah, kill well, you. Well, he says you become a vampire, not a familiar. Okay. All right. Well, then I'd, I'd do it. I'd, I'd be a vampire. Hmm. Oh, man, the, the beyond terrestrial guys are split. Um, are. Now, I say before you answer yours, Blades, because I, I feel like I know where you're going to go with yours. So... <laughs> Um, for me, I feel like there are a lot of assumptions being made. Um, like, why does the vampire just assume that he's stronger than me? You know? Like, I, I mean, come on, man. You guys haven't seen me in person, but I'm a sight to behold. You know? <laughs> um, also, uh, also, I do have thalassemia. Uh, I don't know if, if the vampire would like that. However, um... My blood type is B positive, so that would probably that would probably um, help the vampire's mood or something because my blood is optimistic. Um, so I'm, I'm not really I'm not I'm not I don't think I want to be a vampire on top of all of the other issues that I have in life. Um, I'm a pretty big guy. There's a lot of blood in me, so I mean, if he thinks he can get his fill, then that's that's. Like I'm a few days worth of, of food for him. I might I think, just go. I think Bobby, maybe you could like take two dreads and put them into a cross, and then you could try and fight him off. I haven't even thought of that. There you go. <laughs> That's actually a good I, idea. My hair has practical use. Man. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that one, man. I knew I was growing this stuff for a reason. There you go, <laughs> vampire. Yeah, put some garlic in there, and you'll be vampire proof. I do like garlic. I have some fresh garlic in my kitchen right now. Boom. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got there. Now, Blades, I feel like I know where you're going with this, but I want to hear it. Okay. So, uh, totally into vampires, but again, it would have to... I'd go along with Lee's line of thinking, like, what universe is are these vampires like is it blade you know vampires daywalker type stuff is it underworld uh hopefully it's not the twilight variety because that just seems kind of weird for me um but what would be even better if it was the dracula kind of vampire where you had power to shapeshift turn into like mist and shadows and stuff like that and you could strike from the shadows so yeah, I'd be or even Anne Rice vampires, man. Totally, I'd be down with that too. Oh yeah, interview with a vampire, classic. Yeah, I was just imagining the striking from the mist. Like you could just like roll in a mist and basically be 
go right back to our superpowers discussion. Yeah, you somebody <laughs> could try to throw a cross at you, and you could just turn into mist, and it would foof right through the cross. Yo, what if <laughs> a vampire? What if a vampire got to the the per, the the human brewery? <laughs> what if that happened? Oh, I'm man. feeling a little uh, tipsy today. I'd keep that guy around. <laughs> like, hey. I don't know, man. Oh, that's, that's right. Funny, yeah. This is my buddy right here, man. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> man, I love this guy. <laughs> He's always hugging on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> just got a couple puncture wounds in the neck. You know? <laughs> Love this guy, man. Just imagine, though, if you were the auto brewery victim, just like every day, every couple days you'd come home and Dracula would be like cooking pasta and you'd be like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I made some garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> garlic bread. That seems counterintuitive. Or a vampire. <laughs> you have to get it out of the oven. <laughs> got to take, right, take the good with the bad. Man. It's like tonight I added a little colloidal <laughs> silver to the mix. <laughs> oh man! But there we go, man. Those are some. I, I hope that answered your question, Brandaddy. You fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> Blades, dude. I'm surprised. You, oh yeah also the inhumans are split as well because you know we went two different directions oh yeah we but, did yeah man but i'm surprised what i didn't hear out of you was um some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up here oh <laughs> damn <laughs> you got me there i wasn't i wasn't even on that wavelength today man Oh, shit. Uh, sorry, we got there. We answered your question, Brand Daddy. And if you, I, I'm going to go ahead and encourage you, Brand Daddy, if you have more questions and anybody else who's listening, if you have questions, just do what the pretty lady said at the beginning of this thing. Hit us up on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag inhuman resources or you can send a carrier pigeon to Bobby's house, but for a much faster response, you can hit us up at Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with inhuman resources in the subject line. Hello, listeners of Random Other Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cogswell, here with my co-host, Marie Mayhew. Hey, everybody. If you like podcasts like whatever podcast this is, then come listen to the Mad Scientist Podcast, a weekly show on the history, philosophy, and hard science between fringe and paranormal claims. Marie, what are some topics we've covered in the past? We have tr covered UFOs. We've covered economic collapse. We have covered cats. We did cover cats pretty, pretty mm -hmm. distinctly. Yes. If you like podcasts and a little bit of humor and a little bit of singing. And some cats. Come listen to the Mad Scientist <laughs> podcast, please. Shoot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
confirmed sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You can't you see what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. Confirmed sighting. If you guys have seen a really great movie, uh, read a book, uh, poem, comic books, video games, whatever, man, like in 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 the recent past or the far away past or even just like yesterday or this morning, like anything that is of anything. Yeah, anything that's connected to basically what we're into, you know, paranormal, sci-fi, you know, what have you guys been into? Last night, I watched um, Swiss Army Man uh, with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and uh, basically, that's the story of a, a guy that's stuck on an island and he finds a dead body um, who is Daniel Radcliffe. And the dead body can... Uh, he, well, he's able to ride the dead body off the island like a jet ski. Um, <laughs> it farts. It farts a lot. Like, it farts, and then he like uses it like a jet ski, and he rides Daniel Radcliffe um, off the island. Uh, and then uh, it... Yeah, it's very weird. Very weird. Um, but I would tell people, if you like our shows, give it a watch. It's going to be kind of... I don't know. I had a bit of a hard time with it. I'm not going to lie. But in hindsight, I'm glad I watched it. It was a very good movie. What is up with Daniel Radcliffe as of late? I mean, I just watched Guns Akimbo last night, and <laughs> he's been in a lot of these weird-ass movies. Yeah. No, this one was like, like it was just strange. Um, he can he can fart. He can fire stuff out of his mouth, and he can puke water. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... The the dead guy doesn't talk at all. He just like uh, as the movie progresses, and and I feel like it's a play on like this this other guy's insanity, right? Um, and like as it gets worse, as the movie progresses, Dan or the dead guy can talk, then the dead guy can walk, then the okay. dead guy can like it just gets worse. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers are like one hundred percent. I mean, this movie's been out for a while. It was on Netflix as an award-winning movie, which I'm still trying to learn what award it won. But, <laughs> <you know. laughs> it won the, hey, man, have you seen this shit? Award. <laughs> <laughs> That's how some things become popular. People call their friends like, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's it right there. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if I can follow that up, Lee. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I was really sad that I heard the Dune movie not, might not come out this year. Like, I've been uh, so stoked for this Dune movie. Yeah. I loved that book. I really want to see the movie. I think uh, the director that they got, Denny Villeneuve, is going to kill it. Um, the cast looks amazing. And then goddamn coronavirus is cock blocking me from this movie that I really want to see. Why why do all the worst things have to happen to Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
That was that's all, that's all I got, man. <laughs> no, I'm with you though, man. I'm with you because I was excited when I heard um, <laughs> heard that it was happening too. But then, you know, because I that Dune is it, it's one of the greatest. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Properties. Oh yeah. Um, ever, you know, like hands down. There's just there's no two ways about that. So. Yeah, I mean, um, an amazing universe, um, just so intricate with uh, tying in like religion and geopolitics and all this philosophy. Like, it's crazy all the stuff that went into building that universe. And it should be am- like they have pictures like the the first movie's been filmed. I, I think they filmed it's supposed to be two movies. I think they filmed it all together. So it's like, please please give us this in December guys like wear your masks let's crush this damn virus so I can watch right. this movie the spice must flow yes do it for do it for Dan <laughs> well and also for public health because like that would be yes. really nice but yes. then also for the movie <laughs> now did you guys yeah. like the one the sci-fi one that came out in the early 2000s because I thought that was pretty good loved it oh it was so good I have nothing to add here. I've never been a fan of the Dune franchise. Um, but in fairness, I haven't really given it a chance. So, um, but yeah, so I'm just going to shut up and not get beat up by the three of you. No, <laughs> dude, no, it's not a problem at all, honestly. Because <laughs> We're not going to attack you. This, this is a judgment-free zone, kind of. <gasps> <laughs> I'll keep my judgment silent, but, I, but it, it, yeah, it's judgment-free. Like, he just doesn't like Sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no, but that's super cool, man. Um, that's that's good stuff. Uh, Lee, I've never heard of the one that you're talking about. And honestly, I think you're making it up. And that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> no, look it up. It's called Swiss Army Man with Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But that's cool, man. Um, thanks again for, uh, for doing this with us. I was... Uh, really looking forward to seeing what you guys had to say. Oh man, and I know that I know we didn't get into this. Um, speaking of sighting, we didn't get to get into this. Maybe if, if uh, you guys will come back some other time. Uh, we didn't at all get into the fact that uh, you guys have a, a frequent. I don't know what to call contributor <laughs> to your show. <laughs> Shifty the interdimensional Sasquatch. Bam. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're talking about interdimensional Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. We'll have Once to in a while, he'll sometime. pop in. <laughs> Once in a while, yeah. So, so we'll just we'll just tease our listeners with that. And um, yeah, that's more incentive to go check out Beyond Terrestrial. <laughs> so thanks again, guys. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.